We do not claim any rights to any audio clips taken from other media used in our podcast. These belong to the studios and creators that made the characters and stories portrayed in the clip, and we have only used these clips for entertainment and reference purposes. Beverly Hills 90210 is rated TV 14. We will not be using explicit language, but many topics discussed in this podcast may not be suitable for children under 14. Hey there, everyone. This is Rebecca. I'm the mom. And I'm her daughter, Hannibal. All right, we have another week here, back to the Peach Pit. Today we are discussing 90210 Season 1, Episode 20, Spring Training. The Hulu description, a dog follows Brenda home from a jog. She tries desperately to find the animal a home so that she won't have to take it to a shelter. Brandon and Steve must take over Jim's little league team after he injures his back during infield practice. It's not a terrible description. No. It still covers most of the episode. It does. But it just doesn't quite give anything about more than, I don't know, it just something about it seems off. Yeah, let me hear yours, Annabelle. All right. Brandon and Steve take over the Little League baseball team that Mr. Walsh coaches when Jim throws out his back. While he's recovering, Brandon attempts to teach the boys on the team a lesson about sportsmanship. Meanwhile, Brenda brings home a stray dog, and Jim is not pleased about it. Nice. They both covered basically the same thing, just worded slightly different. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, for once, Hulu wasn't terribly off. No. <laughs> Go Hulu. Let's just jump right into this episode. What do you think, Hannibal? Sounds good to me. So the episode starts off with Brenda jogging down the road, and I love that they show this side of Brenda. They It's been quite a while since we've seen her jogging. Last time we saw her jogging, you were talking about her slouch socks and her hair flying everywhere. Yes. So Tie your hair back. I think she had her hair tied back this time. Yes. But she was still wearing her slouch socks. Still wearing slouch socks. a girl. Which, I don't know if we ever told the listeners that I got us slouch socks for Christmas. Well, if they follow us on one of our socials, I did post a picture of the ones you got me. Yes. Because I couldn't resist that Christmas present. Thank you. I love them so much. (laughs) So some random dog starts following Brenda as she's jogging. And she repeatedly tells this dog, go home, go home. But it just stares at her and won't leave her side. Yeah, it doesn't leave her. It was a cute dog. It's a really cute, fluffy-looking dog. Yeah. I do have to comment really quick how funny it is. I think that two episodes now, we have Shannon Doherty playing a character that about things that pertain to Shannon Doherty as an adult. She, it was the dealing with breast cancer, and this week, Shannon Doherty is big on animal rescue, and Brenda brings home a stray dog. Yeah, and she does, She refuses to take it to the shelter because she does all this research about she doesn't want it to be put down. I just thought that was really fun. Yeah. I'm like, oh my goodness, this show just like predicted Shannon Doherty's life. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. So then we have the scene changeover. We see a baseball field. And Jim is walking along introducing Brandon and Steve as his expert coaching staff to some guy named Dave, who's the league president. And I guess Jim knows him from work? I guess. He's a, how do you say it? He's a businessman who does business things. Yes. Yep. That's what we know about Dave. They're businessmen who do business things. Yes, totally. Mm -hmm. And that's how they know each other. (laughs) (laughs) So as Steve is asking Brandon, pulls him aside, like, is your dad any good? 
Literally, as Steve is asking this, we see Jim in the background toss a ball in the air and go to hit it, and he throws his back out. Completely throws his back out, because he had not stretched at all. Okay, I have to say, when you get to a certain age, (laughs) you can throw your back or neck out doing the most random weird things. Hey, I have back and neck problems. I totally get it. I may be young, but my back also has problems. So, I get it. (laughs) Yeah. There have been times I've thrown my back out, like, reaching to put my seatbelt on in the car. I'm like, ah, ow, it hurts, it hurts. So, you know, at least Jim is doing something cooler than putting his seatbelt on to throw his back out. So then we cut back to the Walsh house, and we get to see Cindy caring to a wounded Jim. (laughs) without stressing first. What do you expect? A little sympathy. For whom? The aging jock who throws out his back every season? Or the aging nurse who gets to listen to her patient moan and groan all week while she waits on him hand and foot? Okay, okay. I'll be back in commission by Monday. Forget it. Dr. Kramer told you specifically to stay off your feet. And your children and I are here to make sure that you take your medicine. Oh, poor daddy. What can I say, kids? Your old man's a stiff. Brandon, you and Steve, you think you can run the show for a couple of weeks? Teach your kids how to play some ball? Probably. Nah, I'm a pretty good coach when I was younger. I love that. Oh, poor daddy. How many times oh my have they stood by Jim's bedside when he throws out his back? And just in unison, they have to say that because they gotta say something to dad. <laughs> I'm guessing every year. I'm guessing for so. many years. It sounds like it. <laughs> but, but poor then, Cindy. Poor Cindy. Oh, we get to see a side of her in this episode that just cracks me oh, up. It's so funny. Yes. Oh, As a mom, great. I feel her energy so much in this episode. <laughs> I also loved Brandon's little I had a good coach when I was younger. Oh, because his dad was his coach. That's so sweet. That was very precious. So at this point, the scene changes over to the peach pit. And this was last week's clip, our teaser clip. And when it was like, wait, what? Huh? It shows Brandon trying to talk Dylan into helping him coach. And Dylan's completely unwilling. No. And he doesn't like how competitive he is or how competitive it is in this league. Yeah. And as we carry on the show, I get it, Dylan. We, we get it. We figure it out quickly. But Andrea backs him up and she says she knows a kid from the Valley whose parents took it, took them out of the league because of how competitive it was. Well, then we see they're at the field back again. Kids and Steve. So Steve is there as a coach. Yes. As a leader type position. Mm-hmm. And some of the kids on the team are making fun of another kid on their team for picking his nose. Now, don't get me wrong. That's gross. gross. But. I call my kids out at school for that all the time. But you don't make fun of them about it. You politely, especially Steve as the leader, should politely pull him aside and say, Hey man, you should probably do not do that in front of the team. It, it makes you look bad. And it's really gross. Go wash your hands. Go get yeah. a tissue. But for Steve to then join in on these kids who are making fun of this it's kid. Very immature of him. Yes. Like Steve. Bad but move. you've come too far for this. 
But then, little Davy, one of the kids on the team, who happens to be the president's son, the president Ooh. of the league, is Jim. Jim's work buddy, yep. Yes. He walks up and he's showing off the new gear that his dad bought them, and dad comes up with the like big, huge duffel bag full of brand new gear, and Brandon says something about it's like he raided a sports store. A sporting goods store. A yeah. sporting goods store, yeah. Yeah, which... It does seem to look like it. It does. A lot of stuff. Why? That's expensive. That sports equipment is expensive anyway. Yeah. But then to outfit a whole, like, little league team. Yeah. With new stuff. That's ridiculous. So, obviously, money is not a problem for the dad's name is Dave and his son's name is Davey. Little Dave Jr. So, Dave has money. Yeah. And he's the president of the league. He wants to make sure his kid's team is well taken care of. I guess. I, guess. I can respect that. But... That's a lot of expensive equipment. Yes. Holy cow. But honestly, the equipment, I can get past that. Because yep. that's just rich people things. <laughs> it's Beverly Hills. We hear a lot of rich people things in this show. Uh-huh. It's a lot of the stuff later that I'm not cool with. Yeah. So we're back at the Walsh's, and Dylan's dropping Brenda off. And I thought it was so funny when he pulls up and she's like, you can come in if you want, but with my dad's back thrown out... And he's like, I'm good. I'll pass. I'll pass. And it's just so funny. I'm like, I don't blame you. She's like, yeah. And that's exactly what Brenda tells him. I don't blame you. She yeah. always has that, I wish I could get, have that same excuse. <laughs> <laughs> so he pulls away, and as she's walking up, she hears this clunking sound. And you can tell it's the sound of, like, trash cans. Like, old metal trash cans. So as she's walking to the side of the house, what does she see? That dog that followed her. Yep. Digging in the trash. She tries to shoo it away. It doesn't move. No, it just looks at her like, yeah, no. Not even like, yeah, no. Just kind of like, huh? It was a pretty dumb dog. It's a pretty dumb dog. Cute, cute. but dumb. (laughs) (laughs) But her heart just melts. And she's like, do you want some bologna? Suddenly she's like going to feed the dog and take care of it. And I get a sense that Brenda's done this before. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I get that. We cut back to the field, and Brandon and Steve are kind of, like, making rounds. Some of the kids are doing various kinds of drills and stuff. And one of the kids, Noah, didn't have a great play, and it wasn't perfect. But then Brandon tries to coach him through it, and he kind of ignores Brandon. Yeah. Almost like pretending, like, you don't matter. And then when Brandon says, for that kind of attitude, that's going to cost you a lap. And this kid basically says, no, which isn't how coaching works. Mm -mm. You don't get to tell the coach, no, I'm not going to do a lap. And then he starts walking away from Brandon, and then his mom, who is the team mom of snacks, she calls and announces that it's snack time, and so nothing matters anymore, and Brandon's words are useless to this kid. Yeah, it doesn't help this that as the episode goes on, even in these early parts, Steve doesn't back up anything that Brandon says. No, and if you are coaching mm-hmm. with somebody, or teaching with somebody in any capacity like that, when you work with kids, you have to agree with people. Even if you may talk about it later and be yeah. like, I actually didn't really agree with you on that, but we but you have to present a united front to kids. Literally exactly the words I was just thinking. The united front? Yes. Yeah. Well because done. If you don't, then there's always gonna be one of the coaches or teachers that the kids just stop listening to. Mm-hmm. And that's what's that happening you, here. That's exactly what's happening here. Ugh. Awful. So we're back at the Walsh's house, and Brandon is telling Jim at the dinner table about how practice went. I can't believe the spread this woman brought. She brought 
Chinese dumplings and bottled water. And it was amazing. Remember, we used to eat Twinkies back home, remember? Oh, honey, would it be easier to eat upstairs? No, it wouldn't. I have been in bed all day, and I am going stir-crazy. I know. Well, sounds like we've been given a pretty good ball team. Ah, oh, we got some pretty good players I could do without a lot of the attitude, though. Of course, the first thing these kids are going to do is to test your limits. What do you expect? Oh, I don't understand, Dad. It... The league's run a lot differently out here than it was back home. That's all. And you've come to this conclusion after the first day of practice? Jim! Well, I don't understand why he's being so critical. And what is all this yelping? It sounds like a dog. That's being tortured in our backyard. Where are you going? To see what it is. You are not. You're supposed to stay off your feet. Brandon can see what it is. No. Jim, Mom, it's a dog. Yeah, I think we established that, Brandon. It sounds like it's coming from the side of the house. No, it's in the garage. No, it sounds like the side of the house. Now, trust me, Dad. It's in the garage. Okay, so I find it really funny that this clip, when I first listened to it after I clipped it, I was like, oh no, were my dogs whining in the background when I was pulling clips? Oh, wait, no. no, that's the dog in the show. That's the dog in the show, yes. I but feel I, that. I do love Brenda's, trust me, it's in the garage. Right. She knows because she put it there. <laughs> Completely. <laughs> and the look that all the washes give her when she says that is that look of, please don't tell me you did this again. It's that look of exhaustion. <laughs> I have to go and pull that as a screen grab because it was so funny. It was so when funny. When they're just all looking at her like, oh, no. Oh, no, Brenda. <laughs> <laughs> but even before that, earlier in the clip, the mom brought dim sum. And a spread for snacks. Why? That's not the kind of thing you bring to as baseball. snacks to baseball practice. No. If you want to be fancy, make some cute little like DIY treats. Yeah. Yeah. A good snack? Oh, let's see. Oranges. Bananas. Apples. Pretzels. Cookies. Chips. Twinkies. There are so many options before you hit dim sum. <laughs> there are so many options. <laughs> the things this is <laughs> The things this mother brings as snacks every time I'm going, you do know they're children, right? You do know they're like seven, right? <laughs> they don't care about dim sum. Or some of the things that they have later. They don't care about that. They don't care. Just give them a Twinkie. They're fine. Yeah. And I did find it really funny because obviously this is in 1991. Mm -hmm. And it was such a big deal that she brought bottled water. And here in 2021, we're like, yeah, so? Yeah, I literally remember watching it. And I was <laughs> thinking like, okay, I don't get why the bottled water is a big deal. Because once upon a time, that was a big deal. Right. It makes sense. But, like, as I was watching it, I was like, what? I guess I didn't realize that at one point in time, bottled water at things wasn't a normal thing? Yeah, no, it wasn't. It was, back in those times, typically they would have, like, the big orange water the cooler. The tubs. Yeah. They, uh, we had one that was the GOT brand, G-O-T-T. <laughs> Instead of that, my dad just called it the GOT. They, but they, they it was just... with the pour spout? Yeah. The little bloopy thing. Yeah, the little bloopy thing. That you feel like put a cup under and half the time it spills anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like a push button thing, not like a turny uh, thingy. Yeah. And it was just like a big orange thing. And they just, you fill, they would fill it with a hose. A hose? Yeah. A what hose. are you going to do? Go fill it with filtered water? That wasn't really a thing. 
Yeah. You grab a hose, you fill the thing, and you bring, like, Dixie cups, basically. And everybody kept their same little Dixie cup. Apologies, listeners, if you hear the dogs. They refused to leave very far, so they're basically right outside our door. Sorry. I'd like to take this opportunity to mention that we now have a Patreon. We do have a Patreon. And I know this is a really random time for an announcement, (laughs) but the dogs make it make sense. Because one of the things that we're wanting to save for is some soundproofing in here. Yes. And higher quality mics that won't pick up distant sounds as much. Right. So we would love it if you would like to support our podcast. (laughs) That'd be great. So we have the link to the Patreon in the episode description. So Yes, go check it out. Whatever tier you can Yeah, we we have different things available at different tiers. Mm -hmm. So there are benefits to helping support our podcast. Yes. Other than the fact that you won't have to hear our dogs whining in the background or (laughs) us be frustrated about our dogs whining in the background. It really does. It does. (laughs) All right, back to the episode here. Mm-hmm. Back to the peach pit. Back to the peach pit. Oh, we're not at the peach pit yet. No, nice. <laughs> That's later. So Brenda shows them the dog, and Jim reminds her of the past family dogs that she has brought home. A list of them. And how irresponsible she has been with all of them. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Okay, the saddest one was the one that got left out in the, the winter. Cold. She's like, I was nine. I didn't understand about wind chills. And I'm like, part of me goes, you know what? It's probably your fault, Jim. You probably wouldn't let her have the dog in her room. You probably wouldn't. You probably said the dog can't come inside. Yeah, and so it stayed outside and froze to death. Oh, I need to move on or I'm going to cry. <sighs> okay, so we feel this especially right now because... When we're recording this, and again, we record ahead of time. You listeners have heard us discuss that before. Uh We're in, like, massive cold snap, like, Arctic temperatures here. We we had, like, 30s and 40s temperatures for the last, like, months. Yeah. Yeah. It's just been warm, no snow, which for Montana is especially weird to reach February and have no snow. We have a foot of snow in the ground right now. mm -hmm. And it all came in one day. That was it. No, no, no. It was like over three days. Most of it was in one day. Yeah. Most of it was over the course of 24 hours. And now we have <laughs> negative temperatures. Yeah. Our What was our high today? Um, was I think today? it got up to zero. It got up to zero today? Sweet. It did. Yeah. My computer said that it got up to zero. Nice. Time. Nice. But most of the day it was like negative seven to negative three without wind chill. Oh, yeah. There's another storm about to come, by the way. Oh, it's lovely. They're saying like another four to eight inches. Not 48, four to eight eight inches of snow on top of the the foot that's already on the ground. Yeah. And, you know, high temperatures are going to be like negative five, negative eight. Check on your dogs. Check on your outside animals. Yeah, don't leave them outside in weather like this. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Nope. Anywho. (laughs) We do that too much, girl. that just came out that we did yeah, that one. that we did like four times <sighs> get over there take a drink of water I should yeah thanks <clears throat> you needed that I did I did okay 
So Jim is just not a very pleasant guy when he's in pain. No. He is snapping at every... So grumpy. Snapping at everybody and... Just being cranky about everything. Crushing is the only other word I could think of. (laughs) But then Cindy raises her voice and puts everyone in their place. It's like, ooh. Ooh. I love that. (laughs) Oh, man. Cindy just... And it wasn't in a mean, angry way. It It was was just like... This is what's happening... And I'm frustrated, but this is what's happening. You leave them alone. You take care of the dog. And, oh, you do this. And they they all just yes. yes. Okay, mom. Sounds like yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah, it was great. It was great. Yeah. Cindy standing her ground. <laughs> so then we see Brandon get to the peach pit. So he's asking Nat to let him out of his shift that day. He just found out that the team that he's helping lead. They got the practice schedule, so he has a practice. Well, this is when we find out Nat also coaches a team. And he says that he will let him out of a shift on one condition. If they play a couple practice games against his kids. That'd be great. I thought that was so sweet. Yeah. I think the best theme, if I had to wrap up the whole theme of this episode, into two things. Don't pick on people. Mm -hmm. And Nat has the biggest heart in the world. Yes. I think that's a pretty good summary. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, that's it. No, just kidding. That's it. We'll see you guys next week. (laughs) Oh, shortest episode ever. (laughs) All right. So let's discuss the rest of it so everyone understands why we think that. Yes. All right. All right. Fine. We'll get back on track. So we see back at the baseball field and Steve is making fun of the nose picker again. You're supposed to be in a position of leadership, Steve. You're not supposed to make fun of people. Uh, Steve. But then he wants to trade this kid for a better player. He's a child. Oh my dude. Child. You don't, that's that's not how that should work. No. 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 That was really annoying. Mm-hmm. So then we see Brandon giving a nice encouraging talk to Davey, who was pushing himself really hard, and they were practicing pitching, and Davey was claiming that he can throw a curveball, and Brandon was saying, don't push yourself, you have plenty of time. What's the rush? Yeah, don't burn out. And Davey tells him that you're the first coach, who, the first person who's ever told me not to push myself. And he seems almost, like, confused, but yet also appreciative. Then Steve comes back over, and apparently he's finalized it, and he and he's going to trade Brandy, the nose-picker kid, to a different team. Ugh. He has it all finalized. It's happening next week. Yeah. In the next week or two. In the next week or two. Which is really sad, and Brandon is visibly upset. Yes. Understandably so, because that is extremely unfair to a child. Oh, it just broke my heart. Poor kid. So back at the Walsh's, Wally, the dog, that's what she's calling the dog. I don't know if we, did we mention that before? I don't think we've mentioned that yet. Brandon's decided to name this dog Wally. Which, it's never a good idea to name a stray. Oh, Brenda. if you're supposedly going to be getting <laughs> rid of it. Don't name it. But Wally is barking non-stop. Non-stop. Like, solid bark, 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 bark. bark. I was like, oh my goodness sakes. No wonder Jim's going crazy. No wonder. That would drive me bananas. Mm -hmm. But Brenda sneaks him into her room because she cannot get him to calm down in the garage. But then he settles right down. At first, she tells him to stay on the rug and don't chew anything. And then she gets into bed. And then he hops up on the bed and curls right up at her feet. Oh, so precious. He was happy and quiet. Yep. He just wanted love. He just wanted 
So the next day, we're back at the field, and it's our first practice game against Yay. Nat's team. And his team is getting ready to play. Okay, we're going to have a good time? Yeah! And we're going to play ball like we know. Yeah! Let's do it! Let's do it! Come on, let's go. Where's my catcher? Okay. This is pathetic! They're not even wearing uniforms! So what? It's a practice game. It don't look so good, but it's okay. They came out here to play, and that's the important thing. Now listen up, you guys. The way you treat your competition is a direct comment on how you play the game. Good sportsmanship counts big time with me and my old man. So let's get off on the right foot. Let's go out there. Let's treat these guys with some respect, okay? Show for a second, guys. Right. Buddy, Franklin doesn't want Natch kids using our new equipment. He just doesn't want any of the stuff to get broke before the season starts. You don't have a problem with that, do you? I think he does have a problem with it. Yeah. Yeah. He won't say it because he's Brandon. And he's being polite. He's being polite. Because there's also all the kids pretty close by, and he is respectful of that. Yes. Unlike Steve. Unlike Steve. But I love the comparison of the way the two teams are hyping up for the game. Because mm-hmm. Nat's team, they're like, are we going to go out and play? Are we going to have fun? And they're all like cheering and happy, and he clearly is just like, we're here to play. It's a practice game. Who yeah. cares? Whatever. Yeah. But then... In their little huddle, with their, like, super nice uniforms and Ugh. with the matching hats and everything. Ugh, ridiculous. <laughs> and, which, it's fine if you want to have uniforms for your little league team. But I think the, like, whole getup, which is probably all brand, brand, brand new. Yeah. Ridiculous. Definitely a bit ridiculous. But the fact that Brandon has to have a talk with them about having respect for the other team. And that he has to say it. It's kind of sad. These kids just don't. It's all about winning. It's not about learning well, how to play a good game. uniforms. Who so cares? who cares? They can still play baseball without a uniform. Yeah. Yeah. Way back in the days of, you know, like kids playing in random fields that had no bases and they made up bases for themselves. You think they were wearing uniforms? No. No. But they still played a good game. Yeah. Because it's baseball. But the West Beverly team is stomping Nat's kids. Destroying them. Like, to the point where it's embarrassing. The The West Beverly team should have been embarrassed that they were playing that hard against a rec league. Yeah. And I just was very, very frustrated with how hard they kept pushing. Like, stop. It's a practice game. Yeah. So ease back. You yeah. clearly are going to win. Yeah. You don't need to, like, hurt them. Goodness. But then this happens. Hey, Doofus, you really eat toes. You'll throw it better next time, Betty. Hey, Corey, hit it to the Doofus. He's a real toe. Oh, time out. Crawford, get in the game for Noah. Forget you! Get off the field, Noah. Not getting off the field unless Cole Sanders tells me to. Hold up a second, Tiger. Bench Noah he doesn't deserve to play with his attitude. I agree. I just don't think you want to humiliate him. But I'm not going to humiliate him, I just want to teach him a lesson. Yeah, okay, but I think the timing might be a little off. 
fine. Why don't you coach the rest of the game by yourself, buddy? I just have to start off saying um, I wish I had taken a picture of Hannibal's face during that. I That was the grumpiest grumpy cat face ever. They were being so mean to little Manny. That poor kid. Oh my gosh, he was so little. He was trying so hard. Yeah. And they were just being openly mean to him. There's one... I wanted to smack that Noah kid. Me too. There's one point in there that I do plan to go pull a screen grab for the blog for when Brandon's trying to kick Noah out and make him go sit on the bench and Noah's like just looking right at him face to face practically. I'm not going to get out the field unless Coach Sanders tells me to. And the look on his little bratty face when he says that. smack that look right off his face. I'm like, kid, you are... Can, Can Manny march across the field and punch this kid in the nose? Because I think that would be a great twist for this episode. I don't think so, because Manny's a good kid being led by Nat, not Steve. You're so right. Okay, but I do have a thing that I think might help redeem Steve a little bit. Okay. He is trying, because with that conversation, we can see that he does care about the fact that, at least, that Noah shouldn't be playing the game with that kind of an attitude. He says, I agree. Yeah. He agrees with Brandon. But he also is understanding of the fact because he grew up in West Beverly. Mm -hmm. He knows how those parents are sitting on the bench and what they're thinking. He's more, he's trying to help make sure that they're not going to start freaking out at Brandon. Yeah. Because if he took Noah off the field, you think team mom is staying on the bench? No. You think she's staying in the bleachers? No, she's going to march right up to Brandon, start yelling at him, freaking out. And Steve was trying to save Brandon from that. I can see that because you know what? I'm pretty sure if you rewound time a good, you know, 10 years or so. Steve was probably Noah. He was that little kid that probably saw his mom freak out at a coach or freak out at an ump. Because in all honesty, Steve probably wasn't that good at baseball. We've seen his skills with basketball. (laughs) He seems to have a little bit more skills with baseball. A little bit. A little bit more. Yes, but we don't actually see him do that much playing other than standing around in the uniform. (laughs) But then Brandon leaves mid-game. He storms out. He's just gone. He's like, I'm done. You can coach the rest of the game by yourself, Steve. Yep. And he straight up leaves. Yeah. Which I think was fair. Fair, but at the same time, it's such a fine line between what is he teaching those kids by leaving, but by staying, what is he supporting? Exactly. It's such a hard thing to decide. And I think he just ended up having to take his stand and say, nope, I'm not dealing with this kind of attitude. And if it, it sounded yeah. like Steve was basically saying, but we're not taking him off the field because that group of parents over there will freak out. And he says, well, I'm not dealing with that. Because yeah. that's not fair to the kids who are trying to be sportsmanlike. So we go back to the Walshes and Cindy's outside peeling corn. And we're getting a little bit of a break for a couple minutes from the baseball talk. Baseball drama. Baseball drama. <laughs> And boys say girls have drama issues. Oh my goodness. These boys are all about the drama this time. Yeah. Watch yourself when you watch any sort of sports game. You're just as dramatic. Yep. So Bryn is telling her mom that she couldn't bring herself to take Wally to the pound. And this is the part that reminded me so much of Shannon Doherty now. She goes off spouting facts and stats 
about how um, many dogs get destroyed is the yeah. word that she uses when they go to the pound and versus how many actually get picked up by homes and oh she's just rambling and she, she just couldn't do it she could not do bring herself to you know basically put wally down if she took him because he's not a well-behaved dog Mm-mm. and he wouldn't get adopted she's afraid he'd get taken back if he ever did get adopted yeah and yeah. he'd just be put down and she couldn't bring that to happen. Mm-hmm. So she's going to try to find him a home herself. And until then, she's going to keep him. And she's going to try to take care of him. And Cindy says, you get to tell your father. Yep. Have fun with that. <laughs> and then when Brenda says something like, so like, will you go help me tell him? And, and she's like, maybe you should just wait. Because Brandon's up there talking with him about the fact that he left the game. Yeah. Jim is just not listening to Brandon. He's not. Brandon's trying to explain to him, and Jim's just, like, sticking up for his buddy and for the team and not listening to the fact that your son knows what he's talking about. This is not a good thing that's happening. No. he He's smart enough to know that this is not sportsmanlike conduct. Yeah. And the coaching isn't backing him up, Mm-mm. and the kids aren't listening to him. So why would he stay? Yeah, no reason. But Jim isn't listening. Nope. Because his back hurts. Well, Hannibal, my water bottle is empty, so I think we should take a break. I'm going to go refill my water, and we'll be right back. Sounds like a good plan. Hey there, everyone. This is Rebecca. And I'm your friend, Sheila. (laughs) Okay, I wanted to take a moment and let you all know about another podcast I do with my friend, Sheila. Yes, this is the Sheila that we've given a shout-out to on here before. And I really have been enjoying listening to Back to the Peach Pit, as well as getting to know my new friend, Rebecca. Listeners, you've heard me talk about my other daughter, Abigail, and that she is recently engaged. Well, Sheila is her fiancé's mom. We decided that since we're going to be meshing our families together, we should start to get to know one another better. So Rebecca has been showing me the ropes on podcasting while we share with our listeners the ups and downs of our decades of marriage and parenting. Go check it out. Our podcast can be found on a variety of podcasting platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, so many more. It's called Sipping and Quipping, a podcast where friends enjoy a tasty beverage together while visiting about life. Okie doke. We are back from break. We're back. And we would like to let you guys know... If you hear panting in the background or jingling of collars, it's probably not Hannibal. That was Hannibal. (laughs) If you hear it otherwise, uh, the dogs really wanted to come and sit with us. And we decided it'd be better just to have them in the room and not whining at the door. So we'll see how long this lasts. We'll see. So yes, these are the dogs. You've heard us talk about them. (laughs) Molly and Buster. You'll probably hear them now. Oh, yeah. Molly is panting. I love you, dog. Anyhow, I went. I got busy staring at my dog and <laughs> forgot, forgot to get back on track. <laughs> I love my dogs. You were recording a podcast because you were looking at your dog. Yeah. Relatable moment. They're so precious. Yes, you are your big beast. So Brandon shows up at the peach pit and he wants to talk to Nat about what happened at the game. I, uh, called your house. Your sister said you might be here. Can I fix anything? No, thanks. I came to talk about what happened at the game. Hey, that's yesterday's news. I get it. 
just can't forget the way your second baseman looked after Noah started picking on him. Yeah, well, after you left, they got worse. What happened? Well, the very next play, Manny made another error. And he broke down and lost it. Manny's a tough case. He's been in and out of foster homes. Nothing comes easy for him. He's just the last little kid you ever want to see get hurt. Did anyone even have the courtesy to come over and apologize to you? Yeah, your friend Steve came by. He was very nice. What'd he say? Well, he just wondered if we shouldn't cancel the second practice game. <laughs> Great, Steve. Wait a minute, Brandon. He's got a point. We didn't exactly play you head up. Why? What was the final score? I don't know. I stopped counting after the second inning. I really feel terrible about all this, Nat. The fact is that my little kids from the park and rec just weren't ready to compete against the vast resources of West Beverly Hills Baseball League. So yeah, again, it was Nat's rec league is going up against a competitive team. They have vast resources. They have money. The rec league does not. But then Brandon offers to help him coach. Yeah. So it kind of get this feeling like, is he going to completely leave his dad's team? You're not sure at this point. You're not sure at this point if he's completely leaving. But he's going to be there to help Nat some. Yes. So we're back at the Walsh's. And apparently Jim's back is starting to feel better. He's up and he's moving around. He's walking. Yeah. And he says that he's going to be able to, you know, go back and coach again. Buster, honey. Buster. Go lay down on your little bed. But Steve is over and they're wheeling and dealing. Steve says they do want to play another practice game. That if they, and I quote, if they clobber those nerd balls, it'll be good for team morale. Wow, Steven. I don't even know if your full name is Steven, but you need a full name for this moment. I wish I knew his middle name because I would totally middle name him right now. I wonder if we ever find that out. I wonder. That's a new thing to track. A new thing to track if we ever find out. Steve's a new thing name. to track if 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 we ever find out Steve has what his middle name is. If he has one. But then Brandon starts talking to Dylan about helping coach, and Dylan's like, "I told you, man, I'm not doing I'm that." Not doing it. He's like, "What if it's for Nat's kids?" Helping Nat's kids. And He's like, "Oh, I'll do that. I'll help Nat's kids beat West Beverly." He's immediately down. Oh yeah. He's oh like, yeah. Show some rich kids what's for by helping a rec league do better. Okay. Yep, he's in. He's in. And it helps Nat, which is always good. So the cutest scene was at the Peach Pit when Nat's kids are all lined up at the Peach Pit uh, counter there eating. And Brandon, Dylan, and Nat are all standing there talking. And they're talking about, you know, how they can improve. And it's not all about winning. No, it's not. No, it's not. But it'd be great to beat them. But it'd be great to win. <laughs> it'd be great to win. But it's not all what it's all about. But it'd be great to do that. It would be great. It was so funny. And then Brandon gets this aha moment. Ha-ha. And so he calls Andrea from a phone there at the Peach Pit. Yes. And he asks her about the kid that she had mentioned that's a great player. Because earlier in the episode, she'd mentioned that she yeah. knew new people from the Valley who had pulled their kid from the baseball team because it was too competitive. Yeah, and they said, but she even told them then that her this kid was, you know, player? great player, great pitcher, some kind of all star kind of. Yeah, like, she this kid had titles, and she said the kid's name. The kid's name was Avery. Avery, 
But Avery's one of those names could go both ways. Mm-hmm. I've known boys named Avery, and I've known girls named Avery. I don't know that I've ever known any boys named Avery, to be completely honest. It's It used to be more commonly a goes both ways kind of name. It's like Terry. Terry's yeah. name that goes both ways. Fair enough. Avery is one of those names for the longest time. True. So I think they kind of just assumed they didn't really know at this point. But back at the Walsh's, Cindy is starting to get attached to Wally. She's opening a can of, like... Like, she went and bought canned dog food for this she dog. She bought canned dog food. And Brenda's like, what are you doing? She's like, well, I, I knew you were busy. Didn't know we were going to be back. I didn't want and to go hungry. Didn't want me to go hungry. Didn't know how long until you'd be out of the shower. It's like, she's just going to go feed the dog because she doesn't know when Brenda's going to be out of the shower. It's like, she knew that Brenda would be out of the shower to feed the dog, but she's just getting so attached, she wanted to go feed Wally. But then they go out to the garage. And the door got left open somehow. But, but Wally's, Wally's gone. gone. He's somewhere. They search and they search and they can't find him. Mm-hmm. The fact that it sounds like Brandon went off on the, like, on foot hunting down trying to find this dog because he knew how important it was to Brenda. Okay, so maybe there's a reason I wanted to bring the dogs in with us for the second half of the recording. I admit this was like the most heartbreaking part and like the one thing that drew me in the most in this whole episode was Wally and I just got so sad when Wally went missing and I wanted to be near my doggos. Well, they're near. So at this point, they t- they've given up. They're like, we- Wally's-, Wally's gone. Wally's gone. He's going to go find a new home, I guess. Yeah. Is how they look at it. So the next day, Brandon and Jim arrive together to the baseball field. And Nat shows up. And he shows them these new shirts that he got for all of his kids. The Pits. The Pits. With two Ts, because he likes... He's from Pittsburgh. Duh. Duh. But he also runs the Peach Pit. Yes. And they're orange because peaches. And they're like kind of peachish orange. And he's just so excited to show them. And they got wristbands and shirts. And I love Nat. Nat went all out. This is such a good Nat episode. Because in all honesty, if this is out of a rec league, that came out of his own pocket. Oh, yeah. That was just Nat because he wanted to do something nice for his team of boys. Yep. And so the Peach Pit sponsored them, apparently. Yes. I know here our, our rec league does that. Like, the rec league soccer, they're all sponsored by local businesses. Right. And that local business... And our, our local baseball, like, the little league teams do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I totally get that. But it was just cute that the Peach Pit sponsored them. So their second game against each other is about to begin. Yes. And keeping in mind, this is after Brandon had helped coach and Dylan was there coaching... Okay, before we play this clip about the start of this game, but, okay, Buster, honey, you're so cute. Buster's right in front of the microphone now, listeners, just so you know. I had to pick him up. He's so cute. He's got these big eyes. He's a dachshund. He's got those big brown, weepy eyes. And just his eyes speak volumes. He's just like, I love you. If you love me, you'll pick me up. As Hannah attempts to get comfortable with a very fat little dog on her lap. Okay. So let's take a moment before we play this clip to talk about Dylan's baseball uniform outfit. 
He looks Dorito shaped. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> Molly agrees with us. He looks Dorito shaped. Dorito shaped. Would you not agree? I totally agree. Also, can we talk about how tight his shirt is? Yes. Why is it so tight? Why are his pants so tight? You realize you're going to have to move around a lot there, buddy, right? Yeah. I feel like that's not the most practical baseball coaching outfit. But knowing Dylan, it's probably what he had. He looks good. That's what he wanted to do. That's all he cared about. Yep. Because Brenda's there watching the game. Right. He wants to look at for her. It's so funny, though, that Dylan will go from, like, wearing the baggiest clothes on planet Earth to this skin-tight baseball uniform. Yes. Well, I mean, to be fair, he goes from the baggy surfer clothes. Bless you, Molly. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, the dog sneezed. You can't not say bless you. Right? Goes from the baggy surfer clothes to, like, his little surfer, like, the wetsuit. This was about so, as tight as his wetsuit. About as tight as his wetsuit. Maybe so, that's how he considers what you do in sports. Perhaps. Surfing, you wear a wetsuit. Baseball, you wear a wetsuit tight tightness of baseball uniform. Yeah. Oh, Dylan. Anywho. Oh, Dylan. But he's there and he's trying. He's that's there and what, he's trying. That's all that matters. Just listen up. When I tip my hat, it means bunt. When I cross my arms like this. Sorry, <laughs> Noah. We're having a team meeting over here. You guys want to tell me what's so funny? What, someone cut one over here? They have that peewee doofus playing second base together. Hey, 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 listen up. I said listen up. You know, everyone's predicting you guys will be the team to beat this year. But my take on it is if you all don't change your attitude real quick, it won't matter how many games you win. You won't be the champs. You'll be the chumps. And the worst part about it is you won't even know it. Come on, Brandon, lighten up. You gotta admit that kid Manny's a real klutz out there. What's your sense of humor? What's your sense of humor? Brandon's just trying to teach them how to be good sportsmen. Like I said in my description, that's all he's trying to do in this episode. Mm -hmm. Is try to teach all these boys, including Steve, Mm -hmm. a lesson on good sportsmanship. But Steve instead is stooping to the level of these children with being a childish bully. Yes. And I love when he says, where's your sense of humor? And then Brandon just fires right back, where's your sense of humor? Because that's That's not not funny. funny. Not at all. No. And Steve can normally be funny. Yes. Without making fun of people. Yeah. But That's what he used to do. I think is what Brandon's reminding him. Yeah. But then Andrea shows up yes. with her player from the Valley that she talked about, yeah. Avery. Also, was I the only one who noticed the way Steve said her name when he saw that she was there? Was that just me? Because he said, why is Andrea Zuckerman here? He said it in his sultry, look, a hot girl is here. <laughs> oh, because that's right. They kissed. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was a couple weeks ago that they kissed. Yes. But he said it in that voice. Like, if you go back and listen to that, <laughs> he says it. Why is Andrea Zuckerman here? Oh, that's funny. I didn't even yeah. notice that. And, like, he says her whole name. But they hang out as friends all the time. Right? Why would you feel the need to say her whole name? Oh, Steve. You oh, never know. Steve. You never know. Never know. But Avery's a girl. And yes. it throws everyone for a loop, including the players on the West Beverly team. 
it's a girl. And Steve's like, oh, they've had, Dylan's had to stoop to bring in a girl. And and Brent is just in there like, he trusts Andrea's word. If she, yeah. this is the player that she says is this great player, this is who it is. But this girl gets up. She's first up to bat. Hits a home run immediately. First pitch. Good testament to how the rest of the game, I think, is probably going to go. And then she gets up to pitch because she is a pitcher. Mm-hmm. And she just throws strike after strike after strike after strike. Strike outs left and oh, right. Oh, it was fantastic. It's great. But then... <clears throat> no whining, Molly. Part of the deal of you being back here. Jim hears Noah taunting the other team. And he tells them, none of that or you can go home. Noah just rolled his eyes at Jim. But Jim didn't see that. Thank goodness that kid would have been out. Oh boy. Yeah. It's clear though, then the boys get to see, oh, Brandon wasn't fibbing. His dad does care about sportsmanship. Yes, he does. Very much so. I mean, he heard it instantly and was like, "Uh uh-uh. None of that or you're going home. Yep. And I, I was really glad to see Jim do that. Yes. That he was actually going to hear that. And I think this was the moment that Jim started realizing, aha, this, this is, is what Brandon, Brandon was talking about. We almost did it again. What is wrong with us? <laughs> Many things, but I don't think so. I think that's fun. <laughs> so Avery makes it to first base again. And Davey is pitching. And he's really nervous. You can see this because they're close to losing this game. They've gotten a couple. The other team's gotten a run or two. Yeah. And I don't remember if it was like a tied game or one team was ahead one point. I don't remember at this point. But it was more nerve-wracking than the first time where they were just decimated. Yes. So Brandon goes out to talk to him. And Manny's going to be up to bat next. Yeah. This is the point where... So it's like... Brandon says something to him that sticks in his mind. And we hear this later. Yeah. And Brandon said this earlier. And then later on in a little bit, we're going to hear in a clip this echoey sound of Brandon ringing in Davy's ear. What Davy's actually hearing. Yeah. And what yes. he's, what's, what's playing through because his mind. He keeps looking at the, at the bench where his team is. And he's looking up at where his dad is sitting. And his dad does not look happy. Yeah. Because they're losing. But we see some of the parents starting to chuckle. And the kids and the team are starting to chuckle. And Steve is over there chuckling. As Manny is walking up to bat. And Jim asks, what's so funny? And this is when Brandon calls another time out. And he goes out to talk to everybody at once. Take a swing. What's so funny? Time out! Hey guys, come on in. Gather around here. Guys, come in. Listen up. Here's my predictions. I predict he'll strike out in three pitches. And I predict that no one on this team is going to try to make him feel bad about that. This kid's had a tough life. There's no reason on earth why any of you should try to make it any harder on him. And having said that, let's play ball. Let's go. All right, Manny, tag this one, baby. He ain't got nothing. You can go find this stupid baby. We do this on wheels. Give it up, you bitch. Hey, Pee Wee Doofus, this bat looks kind of heavy. Hey, Doofus, get 
competition is a direct comment on how you play the game. Give it up, stupid! So, through all of that, Davy's standing on the mound. Noah is just openly, loudly taunting this kid. Yeah. And no one's doing a thing about it. it makes uh -oh. me mad. Me too. Not one person out there thought to say, shut up and let the kid try to hit. Yeah, don't be rude. Don't be rude. But Davy's sitting there and clearly he's, he's thinking something. There's something going through his little head. And he's pondering. And then when he hears what Brandon had said in his head, and he hears Brandon say, the way you treat your competition is a direct... Um, I don't remember exactly how he said it. Um, but when he hears that advice about how to treat your competition, he pitches a really, really easy ball to Manny. Yep. But then Manny hits it, and he makes it onto base... And everyone's cheering for him, and he's so excited. He doesn't just make it on a base. The ball gets so far into outfield, and it goes right to that Crawford, the, the nose picker he's kid. He's so hard. But he misses it. He and misses so Avery and Manny make it all the way around. This kid hits a home run. He hits a home run. It's like, oh, man. normally he struggles to even hit. I mean, earlier we saw him try to swing... And the bat was so heavy, it spun him in a circle, and, and he his fell. helmet flew out, or flew off his head. Yeah, and wasn't there another time, I think he tried to throw the ball and he fell? Uh-huh. He's so sweet. He's trying so hard, but he's, he's struggling. So for him to be able to make the game-winning hit. But I just love that Davey yeah. makes that decision to be a good sport at a practice game. Yeah. The pits win! The pits win! Yes. That's so exciting, and that but, they're lifting Manny up on their shoulders. Oh, yeah. Big cheers. And this is the point Steve and Brandon called their team out in the middle for a, a cheer, to cheer on the other team. A standard cheer? A sta yeah. And Dave, the, the dad Dave, not the kid Davey, comes up and he's so upset. He's telling he's, Jim how angry, angry he is that, you know, if... This other kid had been in there instead of Crawford. He would have caught that ball, and we lost this game. And Jim's like, actually, we won this game. And points over to the kids and sees they learn about good sportsmanship. Yes. And they're they're not just realizing they're realizing that it's not just about the score. The score doesn't always matter. And, it, yeah, it's important to try your best. It's important. Sure. To, but it's also important to play respectfully and kindly. Yes. That's much more important than winning. But then the Crawford, the kid who missed catching the ball. He's so sad. He knows he's about to be traded. This is probably his last chance to play with this top-of-the-line team. And mm -hmm. he's sitting out there just so sad. Just sitting in the outfield. But Steve and Brandon go out to encourage him. And they I thought that was really sweet. Down. And they're, they're trying to be very kind, tell them, hey, you know, Daryl Strawberry could have caught that ball. And it was just... Yeah. I mean, obviously he could have, but... Obviously. But they're trying to make him feel better. Yeah. Yeah. But then suddenly, as they're out there comforting this kid and encouraging him, we hear barking and we see Brenda look over and, and Wally's coming running up. Wally's back. He's running across the field. Yeah. 
the only time, other time we saw this dog do anything exercise wise was when he was following Brenda. And now he's running across yes. the field. And Brenda squats down and she's like, Wally! And he runs right past her. Okay. And she's just like, oh, excuse Wally? me? And he runs out to this one alone kid on the field. When Brandon sees Wally coming, he says something about Wally being back. And then, that's not Wally. That's, that's my, my dog, dog Rupert. Rupert. I thought he was dead. I thought you were dead, Rupert. And I was then, like, oh. And I, it was I, his dog. It was his dog. And his dog came back just in time to comfort him after that game. My heart. Oh. And then dogs. Wally has his owner back. He's going He's going to go home. Yes, yeah, so Britta so, doesn't have to worry about Wally anymore. Yes. Wally has a home, but Wally's name is Rupert. Rupert. So the show ends with Steve going up to Noah, the kid who was the childish one making fun of kids. And I think both of them kind of learned a lesson in this. They learned a Walsh lesson. And Steve goes up just to have this little quick moment with him. Hey Noah, what'd your mom bring for snack? Spinach salad and warm goat cheese. How about a Twinkie? Great. Spinach salad and warm goat cheese? Ew! That's disgusting! We even did our ewes together. Okay, those things... But that was gross. Separately, I would find, in the right context, delicious. Children? No. For a kid's snack? For a snack at a baseball game. Like, I understand if you're healthy living and you have weird snacks at home. To each their own. But at a baseball game, yeah, you want easy to hand out, okay? The one thing I do like Please. about this moment, though, is the fact that Steve, we see, has learned the lesson. Yes. He's, he's learned that sometimes it's okay to be simple. You should be kind and respectful. Yes. And so Steve is imparting some of that moment to this child that it's not always about winning and being fancy. That it's sometimes. okay to just have a Twinkie. Lose a game. Lose a game, have a Twinkie, and be proud of the other team because they did a good job. Yes. <sighs> That's the whole episode. That's it? Yeah. It was an okay episode. Yeah. I mean, it was fun. It was... Sure. It was fun. I enjoyed it more after talking to you about it. Yeah. But after watching it, I was kind of like, eh. It's blah. It's blah. And it was one of those episodes that I think had this one been ten episodes ago. It would have been like, that was a great episode. I really liked that. But with all of the, like, building up to the season finale kind of vibe that we're getting from the last few episodes that have been, like, great and great. This felt like a filler. It did feel like a filler. And it probably was a filler. Yeah. Yeah. Every, every show's got to have filler episodes. Hannibal, what did you give this one on the peach scale? I gave this one 6.5 peaches. Nice. Because... There were some moments that I did really like. I loved Nat in this. It was a good Nat episode. It was a great Nat episode. We haven't really gotten a whole lot of Nat yet. And I feel like we need more. So I loved this episode for that. And, like, everything was happy ending. Everyone learned their lesson and all was well. So that was kind of nice. But otherwise, it was kind of it. So 6.5. What about you, Mom? What do you give this one? 6.0. All right. Not too far off from each other. Pretty close to the same reasonings. I just felt it was kind of blah. Just blah. 
it, it just was. Yeah. If I had never seen this episode and then went back and I wouldn't feel like I was missing anything. If no. I had never seen this episode before. But it also wasn't a it, terrible episode. It wasn't a terrible. It wasn't no. bad. Mm-hmm. It just was kind of. Eh. Eh. Yeah. On IMDb, the average for this one is 6.1. So it, it's pretty low. According to the IMDb rating people, users who rate things. According to the IMDb user ratings. Thank you. It's a pretty low one, which I'm alright with that. Yeah. So. What I am really excited about is the next two weeks. So I'm going to play you a teaser clip for next week. Okay. And then, listeners, Hannibal and I are going to watch this episode together in just a few days. Yes. I will do my best to track her responses to things. Okie dokie. Are you, uh, going to the school dance? No, are you? Uh, no. Personally, I hate to dance. You do? Yeah. I always step on people's toes. I have no sense of rhythm. It's awful. So you probably wouldn't want to go even if someone asked you? I don't know. Would you? Well, I have fundamental ideological problems with teenage social rituals that basically do nothing but exacerbate fears of total insecurity and inferiority over one's appearance while frenetically exploiting, and I must hasten to add, distorting the feminine ideal. I mean, and that which reaches its apogee with the election of the Spring Queen. Was that a yes or a no? What was the question? Too many words, Andrea. Too many words. It's going to be a fun one. Yeah. If you guys could see her right now, her hands are literally on her head like it's about to explode. And her hands have to hold the brain in. There were too many words. (laughs) We'll see you guys next time on Back Back to the the Peach Pit. Pit. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast. And if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review us. Your reviews help us out a lot. You can find all of our contact info and social media info at our blog site, backtothepeachpit.weebly.com. We look forward to hearing your thoughts on this week's episode. Thanks to pixabay.com for their royalty-free music where we found our theme song by the Caffeine Creek Band. 